Why did I go to Costa Rica? Let's start from the beginning. This is episode six, Waves. One day in 2019, I went on Instagram and I was like, Muslim women surf, just to see what would come up. And then I came across Nayira, three or four years she's been doing it, hosting a surfing retreat for Muslim women to learn how to surf. And I was like, get the heck out of here. I signed up right away. I called my homegirl Misha, because we had just went to China recently, and we was like, we're going to keep going everywhere. We're going to travel together, boom. So it was probably almost a year ago, and sure, for some odd reason, wanted to learn how to surf. I never knew that. She called me like, so I want to learn how to surf, and it's this Muslim traveling surfing group that I want to go on a trip with. And I'm like, what? I'm not surfing, but I'll go, because it's in, you know, Costa Rica. And I was like, I want to go somewhere hot. That's cool. Let's go. We were talking to the sister who organized it. She was really nice. She did everything professionally. Um, she had like a little website and like every few months she would like check in with us. And depending on what she needed to tell us or inform us of, she would post it. So Misha is good with that kind of stuff. So she set it up. And then she sent us the list of surfing attire. Of course, I took that seriously because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be slipping off this board or whatever. But I had no intentions on actually surfing. So I just was like, I mean, because she told me to get it, so I'm going to get it. She also posted the airports, like which one would be more beneficial, how to get there, stuff like that. So once we booked our flights, we kind of sent her the information, our itinerary, so that we can all efficiently meet up with each other. We got our plane tickets, we packed up, and so we left from Philadelphia International Airport. Got there on time, we hyped, like, yeah, we doing our thing. Went to go check in, didn't have my passport. So I had to call and be like, yo, I left my passport in the printer. Cause I was like, I made copies that morning or the night before and I forgot the passport in the printer. So luckily it was like three o'clock in the morning and it took like 10 minutes to get there. But that was a, a moment. And then, okay, my bags was too heavy. I had to shuffle stuff, but the people were so nasty, and it was just like, that was like, ugh, kind of a sour start to the trip. But again, we were still excited. It was like, whatever. So we got our bags, we checked them in finally. We went through customs, no problem. It was super early. We got settled in, we prayed Fudja at the airport. They had like a new prayer area, so we were impressed with that. We got our Dunkin' Donuts, and next thing you know, we were heading off to Costa Rica. We were going to go on this long journey, this long trip, and be exhausted. Six hours, I blink, what's taking that? And we were there. So, you know, you have like Mexico, right? And then you have like South America, and it's like a string that connects those two. So, it's connected to Nicaragua at the north and Panama at, at the south. So, it's not an island. When people go there, it feels like an island. So, you're like, oh, this island, this island is like really just a chunk of land. One thing I was hesitant about because I was not interested at all in going to Central or South America. Like, I just didn't care. That wasn't one of the places that I wanted to travel to. So we touched ground in Costa Rica. We went to Customs, a small airport. It was really hot. So it was wintertime back home. So we, like, had sweat outfits on, like a jean jacket, because we wanted to, like, not wear big coats or anything like that. It was like, this is kind of, like, in between. Bro, when we got to Costa Rica, it was hot, and the air wasn't bumping. And once you passed customs and went into the general area, there was no air. 
so we're waiting for our bags. So we're up there in like 10 minutes. Everybody else is getting their bags. We're like, oh, maybe we missed it. Let's watch it again. So we're watching the little turntable thing. And I'm like, no. Like my carry-on bag came. And Insha, well, Insha had one of her bags. So I'm like, our suitcases are not here. So I love dressing up. I love dressing up my friends. Like if they got something, they don't know what to wear with it. I'm like, girl, I got you. Let me go to the mall and spend six hours in here looking for you a jacket to go with that fit or whatever the case may be. But I just love the thrill of it. So anything that involves putting things together, I, I, I love it. Like I take theme parties very seriously, you guys. Like I will spend weeks on an outfit to get the look that I want. So... I'm in panic mode because I am the kind of person, I pack my life. So when I pack, I pack. And I have like a specific scarf or a shoe or this for an outfit. So I had like my life in that bag. And I was like, it is not here. And in my carry-on, I just threw whatever couldn't fit. So nothing went together. I didn't have like the toothbrush and the tooth. Like it was just a bunch of random leftover stuff. So we go to the lady at the front desk and I'm like, listen, our bags are not there. So I... And apparently that happens often. So she did her little research, made her little phone calls. Very, very helpful. Very, very helpful. And that's what I like. Because most airlines be like, uh, I'm going to call. But you call this number when you get So she found out that our bags was on another plane that didn't get there until 10 o'clock that night. So I'm like, oh my God, I got to run around here looking crazy. I don't have that my stuff. So I was just irritated the whole like first half of the trip. When I signed up for the surfing, like, that's what I was focused on. Like, I was like, all right, I'm not interested in going to Central America, but I was so focused on the surfing part of it. Like, I didn't Google Costa Rica before I went. Like, I might have looked it up on the map. I didn't, like, look into the culture or the food or anything like that. My focus was to go and mark this off my list and do the surfing part. So we get to the hotel, so I'm annoyed. I'm just like, I can't do this. Like, I'm stressed out because I planned these outfits very specifically for a reason. And now they're not here. And I'm like, I'm hot. I'm sweaty. I, I have to change. But I was kind of, like I said, I was upset because I couldn't change into what I wanted to change into. I'm like, I'm not going outside. I'm not going anywhere at this point. I'm just like being a brat. Like, I don't care. I'm not doing it. And I had like a dress and a scarf in a bag. But it just wasn't the outfit that I wanted to wear. So we get dressed, change, and go downstairs. So we're about to eat dinner. Beautiful, beautiful hotel. They had this garden. It was just like that little slice of heaven. Like, ha, ah, like in the movies where the light shines on it. Ah. So we stayed in Nocera, which is known as like a surf yoga town. It's really laid back and chill. We stayed in like, like this little villa thing. So it was like, you can tell they were beginning works there. It was like a few of them, but it wasn't like really like a thing yet. So the big big corporations or whatever haven't caught on yet because it was like still the structural integrity of the place. So it was still that kind of traditional. It wasn't like all the way new. So you still have the dirt roads, the cobblestone, which was, oh Lord. And I get lost everywhere, y'all, because I'm really, really like challenged in the area of like finding places. Me and Misha, she has no sense of direction at all. And I'm kind of like, I can do it. But I'm, you know, a younger sibling, so I usually depend on other people <laughs> to do stuff. So, like, I kind of had to step up and be, like, that person to navigate us through it. It was, like, small. It was comfy. It was cozy. It was, like, kind of tight-knit. Like, everybody kind of knew everybody, and I, I liked that. They also are very aware of what's going on with their country. 
as far as like economics, politics, and socially. The overall culture of that place was just like so refreshing. So we all arrived at the resort that we were staying at together. Two other girls from LA came later that night. And then the next day, I believe, the last girl, she's from like Colorado, she came. So it was eight of us in total. Before the trip even started, she gave us like exercises to do from the surf instructor. I watched some YouTube videos and I did it once or twice, right? And this was maybe a whole year before the trip. We get there on the first day and I realize how important those exercises and things were because it's intense. Like it's physically intense. Of course I didn't do them because I do not work out at all. I'm like physically, I don't even know how to put it, but I'm just not working out at all. First day, right? We get up early, so Nair is very organized and she's jolly, excited, and like, hey girls, and like hugging everybody. And she has like a list of things we're gonna do for the day agenda. In Costa Rica, the way the shape of the land is like a dip or a U shape, it's like very calm right there and not a lot of waves. So that's where we went for our first introduction. So we took a little bus there and we met the surf instructor there, Andrea is a surf instructor. Apparently she's like the first pro female surfer of Costa Rica, which is really cool. We get there and I was like kinda impressed. We sit under this like shaded tree area and she just started breaking it down like she gave her introduction. She like five foot two maybe. She like straight to the point, like you could tell girl power, like independent, like I'm doing my thing. And she's very focused on empowering women and girls. She's like, okay, the water is not a joke. Like she just went in and then she was like drawing on the sand and like how to read the waves and like how you lay on the surfboard, like going into like the science of the water. So I was kind of surprised by that and impressed. Everybody's just looking at each other like, ooh, this is good. She's like asking everyone like, what are you planning to get out of this? And I was like, oh, nothing. I just came because my friend wanted to come. Over. And she was like, I mean, I can respect them. I was like, okay. Right away, she called on to Misha, like, because Misha sat down and, like, she was, like, folding her arms and, like, her leg, like, her foot was in the air. Like, she didn't want her feet to touch the sand. Like, she was just like, this is not for me. Like, so after that, Andrea was like, Misha, 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 Misha. And I was like, mm, this is interesting. And every time she demonstrated something, she's like, Misha, come here. And I'm like, why? I said I didn't want to do it, but okay. So all of her demonstrations, I was like her puppet. I'm like, sure, okay. So she went over like the ocean and how to read the waves and then the safety of the surfboard and then how you do a pop-up. So that's the most important thing to basically get up on a board and like catch a wave. So we all were on the sand, like practicing the pop-up. Misha did not do it. So we goes in the water. Misha was the first one to go up. And she put her in the water. She's like, get on the board. I'm like, all right. She's like, how do you pop up? I'm like, I'll show you. When she got in the water on the surf, like she popped up and was like, sir, we like, what? Everybody was like, this is the one who wasn't trying to put her foot in the water, not trying to touch the sand. I turned over this girl on the surfboard. <laughs> She was like, I just did it because I wanted to get out of there. Like, I had to do what I had to do. I was like, only if. I did it, and I was just like, wow. Like, 
I didn't feel like any type of way. I wasn't like my feeling. And I'm, I'm very soft, y'all. I may not seem like it, but I am. So if you yell at me, my feelings are hurt. But like, I just, I felt the love from her. And I'm like, and I only been here for a week. I was like, that's deep. So when I got on the board, I was scared. And I was like, I couldn't believe myself. I'm like, intro, you came all this way and then you're scared to get up? Sis, you had to do better than that. Then after that, we got acclimated to the surfboard and the water and a safe environment. And from that point on, we went on like the main beach. So you get in the water and you leash up your board and you just keep going in. So they catch a wave for you, like they turn your board and you get on and tell you to pop up and keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And she's watching everybody giving pointers to improve your surfing. So after a while, it's like they give you everything you need and it just comes down to practice and being in shape. And I was like, yeah, so it was fun, but that's it. That's all you're getting out of me with this surfing. So. Some things I don't learn well with other people, I get distracted. I felt like I was rushing and trying to do all these things, but I know with practice and doing all the things that they suggested to do as far as exercising, healthy, I can do it. And I and I got more excited about it. Like I was like, oh, this is something that I really want to do. This is something that I really want to do that I find scary. Not like scary, like, oh, what people think about it, but like, like it's scary, like even the ocean and it's like, whoa. Like what I thought it was, that's how it was. Like everyone was just like cool, surfer, like hey, like friendly. So like everyone's in tune with the water or whatever. So it's like, you would be like talking about something, like say whatever we were working on. But everyone's like, oh yeah, because I did the burpees and I did this or I, I couldn't do it right. And just random person would come over like, so what you do is, right? So if you get down on the ground, right? And you pop up like this, turn your foot like this. And I'm just like, Wow, but this was just like everybody. So it wasn't like any hostility or all oh, your creep or like why you talk to me. They would just jump in your conversations, like help you out. And I'm like, that's really dope. I guess where we come from, like not talking to somebody that you don't know like that is okay. But I learned that when you travel with other people in groups of people from outside of where I'm from, like people take offense to that. And they're like, what's wrong with this person? Why they don't like me? Or like, oh, she's kind of mean or sassy. It's just like, feel like we, we understand each other. Like silence, we understand certain silences. It don't mean that I don't like it. It means like, I don't know you like that. And we didn't have that person to connect us to start a conversation to be Joe. Or like, you know, like cool, like, oh, bust it up. But that's okay. It's like, we give each other the opportunity to warm up to each other and in other environments outside of that it's like you gotta force yourself but I try to see it from other people's perspective and like either communicate or try to be friendly so we met a lot of dope people in Costa Rica everybody was good peoples and it's weird because normally when you go on this trip with a bunch of strangers it normally doesn't end well but not this time I don't know if it was like that one time or like one coincidence where it's just like oh everything worked out perfectly but it did like no arguments no fights no oh i'm leaving i just wish everybody could go to that town once in their life because it was so calming so relaxing i don't know because we did yoga every day we went to the like i don't know what it was and it's one of the blue zones so it's like one of the most environmentally healthy places to be the people live longer, the food is healthy. 
I think that all has an impact as well. It was just, I came back like I rethought my life. <laughs> and I know I always say I wanted to stay, but I really wanted to stay. Like, I was like, what? Can, can someone adopt me? Like, please, like, I'll be your child, like, or your, your babysitter at this point. I don't, I'll walk your dog. Can I stay here with you guys? Like, even when I came back home, I was just like, you can feel it. Like, you feel, like, filled with something like a, like a helium balloon. Like, you know it's going to go out, but you just be holding on to it. It just was so energizing. All of my, you know, black and brown, like, young folks, nothing is that important to where you have to be stuck in the same situation. Because that was me when I was in college. And I had so many opportunities to travel, to do things, but I was always so scared. Like, what if I spend all of this financial aid money that I just got back from my refund check, and then I'll be broke or whatever. Like, I was just always so nervous and so anxious. So I took a lot of things for granted and I didn't do them. And when I got older, I'm just like, wow. Like, I could have done this or so many other things and I didn't. So take that leap sometimes. I definitely want to go back. I want to take people like, I think it's just such a, it made me want to do trips, like that kind of trip for women and girls just to be like, and maybe even young guys too. I made a couple of friends, Muslim women from all over. I think that was pretty cool. I learned a lot about myself, things I can prove on, strengths and weaknesses. It was a surprisingly pleasant experience. Like I went to surf, but I feel like I got so much more out of it. Do stay tuned, because there is something in the making. So when you hear Ja-Misha, because I told you I'm Misha, but Ja-Misha. So when you hear that, y'all, think of me. The girl who keep telling y'all to go to China and Costa Rica. Don't be sleeping on Costa Rica. It was popping. This has been For Colorful Girls. This is the second to last episode of this season, The Travelers. If you haven't already, please check out the other episodes from this season and tell us what you think sound effects from freesound.org. The remaining songs are licensed from soundstripe.com. For details on the sounds and music that we use, visit fourcolorfulgirls.com. You can also check out the transcripts from each episode there. As always, gracias por escuchar.